Oh my gosh, hello. It's Monday. Welcome back to The Break Room, our daily live show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news you need to know. Uh, we hope you joined us here this weekend. Maybe some of you have just been waiting, waiting for the show to come back on from our marathon coverage on Saturday of D23. Uh, and we're going to talk about D23 more today. We're also going to talk about uh, the Captain America New World Order casting news, mm-hmm. uh, the potential of Don Cheadle never coming back to the MCU ever, what? ever again. We'd be Cheadled out of that. <laughs> we don't be Cheadle us. Don't, don't you us. can Cheadle, cheadle me all us. you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's harder for a rich man to, to get into heaven than it is for a Kevin Feige to pass through the eye of Don Cheadle. That's right. That was rough. That was, that was, that was a series of that was a long way, long way. Teach a man to Cheadle, feed him for a lifetime. <laughs> Give a man a Cheadle, feed him for a day. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll also talk about Daredevil Born Again being a fresh new series. No reruns there. Oh. Uh, and we're going to be rejecting some Thunderbolts, much oh. like uh, Val already did. Uh, <laughs> but before we get to that, I'm Brandon. Who cares? The rest of the panel today is Koi Jandro! Hey! Fresh off T23's 87 minutes of Avatar. Oh, so oh, much Avatar. So much Avatar. So much Avatar. And finally, back in the studio, Jessica Clemens. You guys. Oh, yeah. We had several days in a row of just boys on this show. She's so many boys shows. I'm sweaty. Here, I'm here to get rid of this weird, horny testosterone. Eating spicy food around a bunch of dudes sweating yeah. already. Oh, oh yeah. That was real locker room mentality oh, here before, yeah. but oh, now yeah. we're all sensitive. That's my The chat days. going wild for Jessica Clemens. They're also Hi. going wild for the man to my left. Tommy Bechtel! What's up, my mug thugs? How we doing? Oh, mandatory fun mug. A little update on that in just a few minutes. Yeah, we will update you on the mug competition that's been going strong. Uh, but first, let's address our redemptions, folks. It's Monday! That means Monday motivations, and not just any Monday motivations. We got the wheel involved. Oh, yeah. You can see it back there somewhere. Uh, for every $100 we get in Super Chats, we'll spin the wheel and give you a sweet motivational speech uh, I'm not doing one for free. I'm just going to give them a yeah, sample of what they can get. And like. I wrote them These all These are like there. different uh, <laughs> characters or people will have to be giving the motivation. Okay. So that would be a motivational speech as <laughs> Olivia Wilde's agent. And this is, I might say something like, listen, and this isn't for Olivia. This is for the, the, the people in the chat. You're all garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. What you've done is toxic garbage behavior. <laughs> you have gaslit. A nation. This, oh is to, this is to Olivia Wilde? Oh, no, this is to oh, the chat. Okay. Not Olivia Wilde. <laughs> oh, okay. You've tried to vilify everyone from oh. Miss Flo to Shia LaBeouf. Oh, this is not <laughs> Olivia Wilde. This I, is not I, Olivia I, Wilde. Unrelated. This is simply to the chat, who I believe are all bad people, oh, okay. who probably spent all weekend looking for coupons to get dollars off their gas station hot dogs. But it was too much for them. So trash bags... Donate a little money and get a pep talk. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we'll be doing those Monday motivations. Uh, do we need to update them on the mugs right now? We Tommy? do. Should we do need to give them an update on the mugs, guys. Uh, as predicted by me, uh, and basically all major mug experts out there in the mug journalism world. Oh, okay. It was a blowout, folks. Oh. A mandatory fun mug one. I think we sold 5,000 of these. Whoa! Do we have that many? I, no, we don't. We There's a back order of six years. Wait, you're telling me I need to get back to the wheel and start spinning? That's <laughs> right. We need you to keep making these ceramic. These are all handmade by Jesse. Get back yeah, in yeah. the ceramic <laughs> land. Mandatory. Uh, however, fun. I want to say this to my friend, my collaborator, my partner, Zach Huddleston. Yeah. The Morbid Time mug was a great mug, and, for, and it will become a collector's item. However, it's not done being sold yet. You can Whoa. get the It's Morbid Time mug 
till the end of the day. Oh, we are leaving okay. it for sale okay. until midnight. If you want to be one of the last owners of this mug that many have used as a trash receptacle, as a toilet, as a place to put things they don't want to think of. I, someone put their grandfather's ashes, but oh, I heard the okay. grandfather was a real toxic guy. Oh, boy. So they shoved him in the mug. Oh, anyway, goodness. you can get this mug one last time That's until right. midnight tonight. But guess what? This mug is available going forward, baby. That's right. You can get your mandatory fun mug. We're going to sell tons of mugs today, baby. You're not going to believe it. But don't forget to do the super chats either, because if I don't see that money, honey, I go hide <laughs> under the desk, okay? You go hard under the desk. I hide under the oh, desk. I, I, Jesus Christ. I go hard under the desk. <laughs> I'm always hard under the desk. Oh, my gosh. Dear oh, God, I'm going to get more, more complaints. All the right. com the competition was fierce. I think Zach couldn't even show his face in the office that's today. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, show because I sprayed him with silly string. That's and true. It. I, sure. I couldn't watch any of the break room last week, which made me really sad because I just kept missing it with the time. So is that what all the videos were with, like, you dressed up as a clown? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Yeah, so check out newrockstarsmerch.com. Uh, today's your last day to get this yeah. soon to be destroyed. Link down uh, my Twitter if you want to if you want to buy either mug. I, I understand if you buy the yeah. Mormon time mug for its collector's value, but yeah. just as I remember, it's, uh, remember as I've been saying, it's very brittle. It'll break in your hand and cut you very badly. Whereas this mug, solid as an oak tree. Uh, well, this mug, if you take a sip out of it, you get a little happiness from Zach. Mm. Oh, that's right. So, a little yeah. happiness from Zach. Keep it in the case, mint in box. Mint condition, you know, never again true. sold. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get a we'll get a ranking right. on it. Uh, Before all of our uh, really intense fans get mad, we should get to them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to those headlines, baby. Did the graphic play? It's playing right now. Yeah. Wee, you guys. Everybody but me. <laughs> Everybody under the sun but me. Everybody's grandma, uncle, aunt went to D23. But specifically, Corey, Brandon, and Tommy That's right. were all present at the Mega Star Wars Marvel Lucasfilm panel. And before we jump into the headlines, we thought we'd break down the D23 panel, especially for myself, because I wasn't there in five minutes. So we have a timer that we'll put up. And I just want to hear you guys quickly tell yeah, me everything that happened. This. Okay. We don't get a lot of time. First up, it was Lucasfilm, where Kathleen Kennedy and Diego Luna presented the final trailer for Andor. Next up, the cast of Willow showcased a new teaser and introduced my boy Christian Slater to the cast. Willow premiering November 30th, just in time for my birthday. We got an update on two Star Wars animated projects, The Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi from Dave Filoni. Uh, with Bad Batch coming out January 4th, I believe, it, or yeah, January 4th, and the Tales of the Jedi uh, dropping all of their shorts and all of our shorts with excitement <laughs> on October 26th. It looks great, baby. Yeah, those are going to be stories about Ahsoka and Dooku, right? Yeah. Six little stories. Uh, we also found out that production is well underway on The Skeleton Crew, which, according to director John Watson, writer Christopher Ford, uh, is going on. And we also got an epic trailer for Mandalorian Season 3, which is out now on the internet. If you haven't seen that, looks great. So excited. That shot of those... Those Mandos jumping out of that oh, drop man. ship. Oh, like Seal Team Ooh, 6 shot. hot, hot. That's how they got Osama, baby. Yeah. Uh, and to close oh. out the Lucasfilm panel, <laughs> they showed us a look at Indiana Jones 5, yes. uh, directed by James Mangold. Woo. And this is coming from a man who has dug the biggest hole in the earth and buried every copy yeah. of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull I could get yes. my hands on yeah, in, that, yeah, yeah. in that hole and then filled it with my own piss and feces. Yeah. Uh, like the this game. looks Hopefully a really good. Bugs too. This Indiana Jones 5 looks like it's going to be does. great. Yeah. Uh, it's got old Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's got young Indiana Jones. We don't know where Shia LaBeouf is. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, the, the live audience was totally wowed. 
every other director and writer that came out for the yeah. rest of the whole panel <laughs> mentioned the Indiana Jones stuff. They're all blown away. Yeah. Harrison Ford was moved. He was crying. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has yeah. a lot to say, and she looks like she's going to be great in the film. <gasps> yes. I love her. Yeah. She, looks great. She, she looked great. She looked like she was in love with Harrison. It was, uh, a yeah, great, it was a real spark between it them. It was a real Sorry, moment. Sorry, Callista. Uh, Harrison even said, like, this is a good one, yeah. referring to the film. He said, this movie's going to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. He also said, I'm done... I'm done uh, getting I'm done my ass I'm done, you guys. I'm done falling down for you guys. Uh, so this will be his last run, but it looked awesome. Uh, then they kicked off the Marvel Studio uh, section of the panel with Kevin Feige walking us through a melee of footage and announcements, but not before an epic live performance oh of Rogers God. the Musical, oh, yeah. which was so good. And if you're listening to me, Bob Chapek, put up Rogers the Musical at the Hyperion Theater yes. at Disney California Adventure. You coward, put it up there today. You're uh, in L.A., my God, there's 9,000 people that could yeah. be in that cast, including four right here. Yeah. yeah, put it up, put it up, fill up the oh, theater God. space. Uh, JP, come on the show. We got a great first look at Ironheart by executive producer Ryan Coogler. Uh, that's coming out on Disney Plus next year. The audience was wowed by the trailer for Marvel Studios' first special presentation, Werewolf by Night. We've been waiting for this. Yes. It looks great. It looks so different, mm -hmm. so cool. Very excited to see it. Question. Yes. So, Werewolf by Night, remember how we were like, it wasn't actually set in stone, we just right. kind of heard rumors of it, so <laughs> this is like our first actual, like, set in stone, it's happening. It's yeah, out the like trailer's out, it comes it's out. It's out in October. Yeah. It's legit, like, now. They were not it's talking done. about I know. it. They were not, it looks I think they were hiding it, it looks great. It's yeah. a special presentation, so I think it lists, exists outside the universe of everything. Yeah. I don't know, we'll talk about that a little more. We'll talk about that a little more. And the, yeah, they put out that trailer, and they also put out the Secret Invasion trailer. Mm -hmm. We got a little bit of a longer clip. Yeah. Eric's talked about that in his videos. Uh, but that that looks awesome, and it reminds me so much of Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. So much really? intrigue. Yeah, it's yeah. Such an espionage so summer. much espionage. So much intrigue. So much torture. Oh my yeah, gosh! I love I torture. Wait. I can't wait. Looks so good. All right, we're switching this in five minutes. Let me see what I can do. We didn't get a ton of information on Armor Wars, but we did get a logo and assurance we'd be seeing some new suits and tech. And production on Loki season two is well underway, and the cast came out to give us a sneak peek of what to expect. We also got a look at Echo, which should stream next year on Disney Plus. In addition to that, we got an extended look at Black Panther: Wakanda Forever coming out November 11th, and an official Whoa. confirmation from Kevin Feige that Matt Shackman will, in fact, be directing Fantastic Four. We got some casting news for Captain America: New World Order with Tim Blake Nelson returning as the leader after a 14-year absence, the longest gap in the MCU almost the entire run of the MCU to date, and the Marvel portion closed out with the announcement of the Thunderbolt team and a first look at the Marvels. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and we enjoyed awesome. that. That was wonderful. Where are we at on the timer? <laughs> you got, what you got 40 seconds. Run the seconds. Run the no, portion <laughs> of the panel was a pretty extensive <laughs> look at Avatar, the way of <laughs> water. We got to see a bunch of scenes in three dimensions. Most movies are two dimensions, <laughs> but this one is three dimensional. We got fun glasses. We got the real. That's it, baby! Okay, oh, we did it under five minutes. They let us keep the gloss that clean the glasses, but not the glasses. That's true. The glasses yep. we did give back. That but did. we got yeah. nice prints. Nice prints. Yeah. Uh, uh, the way of water looks interesting. It looks a lot yeah. like the first Avatar. It yeah. sure does. <laughs> the water it looks sure great. Does. The water looks very cool. Would you like an aquatic bird as opposed to a flying bird? Yeah, yeah. I no. like aquatic birds. We'll save them Those for are our extensive right? Avatar. We'll be uh, talking tar later Oh, on. I like calling it tar. It's some other headlines from D23. Disney had a lot of announcements of their own. 
I'll run through some of those real quick. They announced, Disney announced films including Hocus Pocus Ooh. 2, Disenchanted, which Ooh. I really like making her the bad guy mm -hmm. in that. So smart. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, Ooh. Haunted Mansion, Ooh. Mufasa the Lion King, or if Ooh. you follow, follow Erica on Twitter, it's known as Joe Mufasa the Lion King. That's it's right. a little prequel. Uh, a Snow White movie with Gal Gadot, The Little Mermaid, uh, plus a Zootopia Plus series, oh, a God, series God. called Uwaju, a movie called Strange World, and an animated film called Wish. Mm -hmm. Aren't and they then, doing another Willow? Uh, that that was he, he announced oh, the, dang it. Yep, that he, was he, he, was he was speaking. I did so nine fast. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did I nine movies in like four five seconds. Someone mentioned Willow. I talked about Willow. I blacked out. Someone said Willow. I was. Willow. <laughs> Willow. Isn't Wish pulling in like a bunch of uh, different movies? Well, yeah, Wish. So Wish is watercolor and CGI. So yeah. they're blending the old animated style by hand drawn oh, and nice. then they're using 3D rendering. So it's actually like, I've never seen animation quite like it. It kind of looks like mocap mixed with the old Kingdom Hearts style. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And like an original song presentation. And it's all about the star that you wish upon in the oh. world of Disney. So it kind of unites those worlds. Yeah. And they said it was like Easter egg-tastic. And, and it's got Alan Tudyk, their good luck charm as a goat. Yeah. It's, it like immediately rose to my number one. I like that. Been this is the, the narrative decade of multiverses. Everyone's giving it a Everyone's try Everyone's trying now. it out. Everyone's giving that a whirl. Uh, Zach says he went to high school with Joe Mufasa. I don't think that's true. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Zach did go to a high school for lions, which was very yeah. interesting. No, uh, high school for liars. Oh, I misunderstood. Liar. I misunderstood. Like when he said his mug was quality. <laughs> it is. It's Pixar, great. Pixar, Pixar, a few more hours. Sorry, go ahead. Pixar also announced a couple of new projects, including Elemental, a series called Win or Lose, a film called Elio. Elio? I don't know how you pronounce it. Hello. Uh, hello. And then Inside Out 2. Where they got rid of two emotions. They? they got rid of disgust and fear because she's becoming a teenager and for some reason you lose disgust and fear and uh, get shame and lust. Actually, <laughs> I think it's because disgust, disgust and fear wanted a little bit of money. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> money. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, Ah, oh, that water tastes awful out of this Morbid Time mug. No, it ah. tastes delicious. <laughs> it tastes like Zach's happiness. Give me the red. Uh, Zach's what? Happiness. Oh, I missed the first part. <laughs> <laughs> Some other headlines uh, to start off our week. Uh, we got our first look at Werewolf by Night's Monster in Color. Not <laughs> from the trick. That was such a good story. That was so that was so strong. I respect it. has been undone. You had a week's vacation. Pull it together. Came back snorting. Came back snorting. Did you go to Colombia? I'm confused. I am told that that's what the mugs do taste like. No. Zach. So the Werewolf by Night trailer was all in black and white, but they at the Disney Parks panel, which had a lot of interesting stuff, they announced a new ride they're going to do at Avengers Campus here in uh, California Adventure mm -hmm. at Disneyland uh, Resorts. And it's going to be a ride that goes through multiverses. It involves a multiverse. The enemy is like a King Thanos, mm -hmm. a Thanos who's won. He's got this cool crown, an old, old man beard, not living on a farm, just living it up. Uh, and the ride is going to involve different heroes from the multiverse and variants mm -hmm. coming together to fight with you, I assume, somehow. Uh, but in the concept art for it, we saw a color image of both Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing. Man-Thing also being in the Werewolf by Night trailer. There's the Werewolf by Night. It looks like a werewolf. What do you know? Mm -hmm. He's brown. Mm -hmm. 
Looks great. Uh, and there's man things looking like green roots. Wait, dash and move a little bit. And that's that's of course uh, the California Adventure version yeah. of Spider-Man that lives in a, a, an Avengers campus, and they have like an animated version of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah I'm really, really cool. I'm very excited for that ride in probably three or four years. I, yeah. And I also feel like it'll be interesting when we get the the Sony stuff to start cooking up more. I feel like yeah. with that Spider-Man thing, we still haven't solved the mystery of D23. Uh, right. I'll be curious to see how the the TV rights versus the film rights and what which trilogy they continue on. Who they can put in there. I'm mm -hmm. sure Andrew Garfield would love to be on the ride. Yeah. Love to be on the ride. I'd love to go on a ride with Andrew Garfield somewhere. <laughs> I'd like to... No, yep. oh, oh, oh! That was implied. That is right We're going to time Jessica out for 30 seconds on the new Rockstar's chat. <laughs> 300? <laughs> Jesus, what did you do to get banned for they, 300 they seconds? Say, I suck. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck you. Sorry. Whoa. We don't need you on the show. Get out of the chat for a million seconds if you're going to talk about Jessica like that. Whoa. It's okay, I'm used to it. Our next headline. Clown not accepted. Clowns in the chat. Be Addy. <laughs> uh, Don Cheadle confirmed that he's done with Marvel's contract. Uh, he said in an interview, quote, I'm done with my contracted years in the MCU, so now it's just like, if something sounds fun and I'm presented with it, then yeah, let's go. Uh, so, you know, I, I would call this not a thirsty thespian, but a... Fill the bag. Yeah, uh, it's it's more so. Well, I'm sure after. all of their contracts yeah. get ended eventually, yeah. and it's like, and he's been here for a minute. Well, yeah, he might have been, had one of those old contracts yeah. that's like, we need you for the next. And they 10 can reach. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a desperate dramatist. He's Ooh, like, okay. oh, I'm done, or am I? But I'm probably done, or am I? I'm all out of my contract. I couldn't come back. Not for not for less than ten million dollars. Ten million. I think it's a good testament to showing like the quality of the work they expect, like the actors expect yeah. now, and the contracts are less and less that insane 15 movie situation. So uh, it seems like we're going to go straight from Armor Wars into Secret Invasion. That was one of the most interesting parts for me from the panel was Kevin Feige really seemed to stress that it was like a one-two punch, that Armor yeah. Wars led directly into Secret Invasion. It's not the case in the comics. Those continuities do not line up at all, but I'm curious if we have something like, you know, Justin Hammer, who we all hope comes back for Armor Wars, and that person turns out to be a scroll, and maybe then you see why the armor wars. Like, mm. if Star Tech gets leaked, I wonder if the enemy gets it. Like, I right. wonder if something that's going to lead to us all being paranoid as mm -hmm. a society. Because I've been saying from the jump, we're going to have Secret Invasion needs to happen before X Men because we yes. need to have a world that hates and fears heroes. Yes. So yes. I think it's going to be a really interesting trilogy. Effectively, it's a soft trilogy going from Armor Wars, Secret Invasion, New World Order because they also described. Captain America 4 is a paranoid mm -hmm. thriller. So I think we're just going to be going through an era of distrust for heroes and distrust mm. for these things all setting up Phase 6. I think Very it's more interesting that you think the secret invasion is going to be the setup that heroes are bad mm -hmm. and not it, not the other ones. I mean, if you have a bunch of people that you think are good turn out to be scrolls, and if you have a well, hero that. team that also turns out to be bad guys. Okay, because I was like, I think in Kang you're going to start noticing people are going to start being like, oh, I think we can't be... fight, we can't fight them. It's going to do like Civil War where Tony's like, no, I'm out, I'm not doing this, and that's when you see people actually show their true colors. But I think these are going to be setting up Kang, right? Like yeah. These are all beforehand, and yeah. you're going to start to distrust people. Yeah. 100%. And we know that, especially from the clip that was shown of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, like Vibranium, always the big uh, kind of MacGuffin out there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to play a big role there. One, what kind of vibranium, but also at the introduction of Namor, uh, I, I bet they're going to find more vibranium in the world. And that's also going to add to the problem. I think they're going to find more vibranium in the world and they're going to render it inert. I mm. think there's going to be a big, because there's a storyline in the comics where Doctor Doom manipulates the world market to basically make Wakanda have to put themselves in poverty by rendering all uh, vibranium inert so people can't take its power. Gotcha. So basically the whole world's like, we've got this thing now, and then they're like, it fell into the wrong hands, boop. So I'm curious if that's how we get the new Black Panther. Like maybe that's okay. the last of the functioning vibranium that would allow for some Doctor Doom action. It would be global in scale, which yeah. looks like that setup.
up the geopoliticalness and maybe when they're out of that you know power structure that's when namor invades Ooh. maybe Ooh. could be We'll find out. Koi actually Comics. wrote it and is just outing it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the script of Black Panther. Like, yeah, as, as long as you're giving it to us and not real rejects. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go, you guys. Get out! You're not going anywhere. You're in Koi's Comics Shock Corner. We're gonna be talking about all the real rejects Hit channel. Him. Hit him with the darts. Hit him with the darts. And our next headline, Captain America 4 director uh, teased the leader's villainous role in the film. Julius Ona mentioned in an interview with Screen Rant, in regards to the leader joining the new world, New World Order, he said, what's so great in this film is Sam Wilson has an incredible adversary in the leader, played by Tim Blake Nelson. Very exciting to hear he's coming so back. Excited. Uh, this brilliant mastermind who's always one, two, three, four steps ahead. I think audiences, as they watch the film, will never be able to see what's coming right around the corner. Uh, so it sounds like it's going to be a tough, tough role. Do you think that's a soft confirmation for She-Hulk having the leader? Because <laughs> I was like, wait, Tim Blake Nelson's well, on yeah, that stage. You can't just like, throw him yeah, in, right? That's, right? The, that's the big theory. It was like... In, Feige almost kind of said it as like, oh yeah, also like Tim Blake Nelson is the leader, and everyone's like, wait, what? Because yeah. we were in that room, I was like, who's the short guy? Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like, oh, Tim Blake Nelson's back. Wow. Well, maybe, maybe they do just appear in Captain America: New World Order because we know his yeah. his original first time is Incredible Hulk, so right. it's not like he needs to be ushered in like a meal again. But I, yeah, maybe they just throw him in, and we're like, we all know, we're right. all aware. Yeah. Like, people didn't watch from that. I mean, like people that were eight in a minute, or twenty three now. Right, it's right. Been a minute. Mm -hmm. Could they do that? Have they? Do they've probably done that before with other people, right? In other movies. Not. I don't think that long. Because Emil is the first one since. I mean, he he even popped up in Chang Chi as as that's a bit true. of a. That's true. They read I mean, they kind of yeah, are like, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because it's gonna be like that's a long time. Yeah, I, I think keep an eye out for the leader in She-Hulk for sure. Uh, we might have to put that on our predictions list when we do our fantasy drafts. Uh, our next headline: uh, Shira Haas was announced to be playing Sabra in Captain America: mm. New World Order. Uh, there's an image of this uh, fine young actress. Uh, so yeah, learning more about that film. I was so excited to see Elijah Bradley coming back. Yes. Oh, that was great. Carl Wombly so was at the panel, people. so happy to be there. There's so many people in well, it. Carl so Wombly kept stealing every scene for me in Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, right. whenever he was oh, on screen, yeah. I was I like, this feels more. like it has depth. Way more of him. Well, and also, the kind of shifting of, uh, you know, Winter Soldier, White Wolf, whatever you want to call him now, yeah. over to Thunderbolts. And away from New World Order, I was like, oh, interesting, interesting. And then having Falcon probably take up the Falcon mantle, like the new Falcon. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Joaquin, Joaquin Torres. And, and like, you know, post Flyboy in Top Gun, that, that boy loves his wings. That's right. Got a lot he of flying to do. his wings. Oh, yeah, Kevin Feige bitterly mentioned Top Gun. <laughs> so angry that another movie was popular that wasn't a Marvel film. Yeah, he, that he, movie is rocking. Because the still. actor was there and he was like, so you were in another movie where you were flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Feige was so don't angry. have Tom Cruise so as Iron Man you, multiverse. You know he yeah. was sitting at home just being like, Kevin Feige is gonna be so. Yeah. Gonna be so kick me out. You know Kevin Feige loves movies, so he saw it five times. Oh, you know Kevin Feige was like, he's movies. wearing his hat and he's Come like, Top Gun. He loves movies. He doesn't want movies beating his. Movies. <laughs> and right. that movie beat everyone's yeah, movie. Yeah. Fragro, we stayed very hydrated. Brandon bought some liquid IV. Oh yeah, I bought caffeine boost. Yeah, Tommy and I. I was taking care of Tommy and I. I uh, left Eric on his own. I was like, this is our water, you can't have it. Uh, we snuck into the media room, got some delicious refreshments. Uh, we did, Frank thank you. And thank you to all our super chatters out there. We see them coming in. We will get to them today. Yeah. Uh, we gotta get through all these what headlines. Are we, 20, what are we, $33 away from a pep talk? We're so close to a pep talk. $33 away from the wheel, we get to spin it. Spin the wheel, it could be anything. Could be anything, could be anyone. You Who knows who's getting a pep talk today? Who knows? Uh, next headline, uh, Deadline reporter uh, Justin Kroll tweeted uh, about the, the lack of X-Men updates mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at the panel. Uh, he said, quote, this, 
this film isn't happening for a very long time. We're talking about an X-Men film. Mm. Uh, so outside of a writer being tapped, it's super unlikely any casting decisions get made on that one for some time. Now, this is just a reporter going up the sources he has. I don't think he's being given all the information. I'm sure they're talking about it. I'm sure they're thinking about it. He was also said an X-Men movie. That yes. doesn't mean, like, mutants can't show up other places. Well, I think we've been known that, because yeah. I keep bringing that up. I'm like, we're getting mutants. We're just well, not getting the X-Men. Sabra is a mutant right. in a comic. So yeah. it's like we're getting more and more mutants coming I in. I think we'll be seeing mutants in the coming weeks of Chief. Oh, yeah. I think we'll be seeing mutants for the next few years. And I, th I honestly think I'd rather have it this slow burn way than it yeah. just be thrown at us. And I, I also, I want to say on the record, this was the first time I fell for Put the internet's Kool-Aid. And I'm the, for the first time I was like, Fantastic Four are coming, X-Men are coming. And I think that is a really dangerous precedent. Like, I fell for it. I made a TikTok. I was like, tomorrow's the day. I think we need to really appreciate what we have versus yeah. like complain about what we don't. Because I was sitting in that presentation wanting Fantastic Four and X-Men, and that affected my experience. And as soon as I walked out, I was like, no one told me this was coming. They don't owe me anything. Like, there's no reason we should demand. And all these people complaining about it, we just had 10 new trailers released. No other studio in the world could even do that if they wanted to, and people were complaining about a lack of thing that never was promised. I just think it's a really slippery slope because if you're always expecting too much, you're always going to be disappointed, and that isn't going to make good art. And if people start getting reactionary, then they're going to rush stuff that shouldn't be rushed, and then you get movies that aren't feeling finished. So I, I just slow your roll, trust in the process, don't expect things. This is all a gift. We don't owe anyone art, so appreciate the art you get. The exact well, opposite sense, was for me, where I was like, <laughs> I, I need it. No, no, no. I, it was more so, I was they like, do owe me. I was like, as soon as I, I, my plane landed as the Marvel stuff ended, and I was like, oh yeah. But then it was, the, it, what got me was the Little Mermaid. The oh, Little Mermaid. Man, that trailer. I wanted to throw myself through the window of the plane as it landed. I wanted to run to her. I wanted to find her and mm. congratulate I see her. Sebastian, is he gonna look like Stop a little it. crab no. with a messed up face? It's like, going ah, to. Ah, I don't want to see the fish. Jacob Babylon as the little flounder fish was fascinating because yeah. they showed us the whole song. They, oh, they, played, okay. they played us the whole yeah. four it, minutes. It went online and then it got oh. taken down. Oh, it, it was dope. I was so I enchanted. watched it. I watched I it. We'll see. Uh, well, well said, Koi and Jessica. I accept your apology. More Koi, mine is more. I like the uh, Little Mermaid too. <laughs> hey, I like the Little Mermaid. Yeah, put the Little Mermaid in Avatar too. That's what I say. Combined, all you swimmers. Uh, our next headline concerns Daredevil being born again. Uh, it's not a season four, folks. Following the Netflix story, Charlie Cox has been talking about this. He said, "Quote: My feeling is based on the title, Born Again. I think that the sense is that this is a new beginning. It's going to be different. It's going to be totally different." going to be new stories and new ideas. It's a season one, not a season four, so it's a whole new thing, which I think is the way to go if you're going to do it again, do it differently. And he kind of said the same when him and Vincent D'Onofrio were on stage at the mm -hmm. panel. He said, like, this is a new story for us. Yeah. It's kind of starting over. So it'll be interesting to see how they get into it. My hope is that it is an amalgamation, because I've, I've seen a few interviews with him where he was saying, in 16 episodes, we have the time to do the more lighter tone as well as the yeah. darker, because Daredevil's a darker character, but right. he has levity, especially the Mark Wade run. There's certain runs where that, that humor does come out of the darkness, and I think it's really important we go into those expectations, because they're not going to get a Netflix show. We're not going to get yeah. that kind of R-rated gruesomeness. But I do think they've learned a little bit from the Kingpin thing, because Marvel listens to the fans. Yeah. And I do think that Kingpin going so aggressively different made a lot of us go like, buh, buh, buh. So I think it's actually a good thing, because we're going to land somewhere in the middle. The yeah. pendulum's going to land 
better with 16 episodes. And I think that no one knows this character more than Charlie Cox. And I think no one's more invested than Marvel going like, okay, we slipped a little bit, let's get this right. And I also think with Thunderbolts, that's going to be a chance to make Taskmaster more what we want. Yeah. Like, a lot of these things feel like they can retroactively enhance, and I'm mm. excited. That's why I disagree when you were like, Marvel listens to the people. I was like, they didn't listen to me about Taskmaster. They should not they listen, not to, not the listen to me about Taskmaster. Marvel, do and not also, listen yeah, to the that's people. what happened to Star Wars, and then... Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. her... Don't listen to anybody. Please. We're all idiots. Yeah, well, please. Uh, oh my god, I'm so please, excited. Please don't give me Imagine listening message. to the people in the chat. My they thing. climb out of their dumpsters on their mobile flip phones or their oh, pre-bone, like their burner phones from Kmart that they have to buy because real cell phones that require contracts and credit. And all of your credit scores are under 300. <laughs> I guarantee it. Jesus. I'm going to need a motivational speech after this. Oh really quick, going back to the Daredevil Born Again, I'm fine with it not being the season four of what yeah. was. Uh, but it, my thing is, if it's Daredevil Born Again, is it going to be close to the comics? Because Daredevil Born Again was really close to season three's on uh, Netflix. And like... I love Born Again so much that I'm like, okay, if you're going to title it Born Again, please be close to the comics, but the season three is too close to the comics. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't want it to be a season four, but I do need it to be close. <laughs> I could the, be different. The, the footage they showed She-Hulk was like really cool balance. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the, the, you guys would saw the. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that footage, I feel like was comedic, but it wasn't like dark. Like it worked right. for both. It was like, what happened? It's, Zach just said Tommy finally admits he's an idiot. <laughs> I have never not admitted that. To be fair, go back. I admit how stupid I am all the time. I told you, I went to three colleges. No check, degrees. Check the tape. Uh, I agree with all of that. All I want out of the Daredevil story is please skip the part where he like loses his powers. They did it every season. I'm yep. tired of it. We're please good with the it. pearls, guys. Uh, no more pearls. Skip I, I don't want to stop please. it before the discussion, but there is some stop debating it. going on in the chat that... Uh, that either that we have implied that the, the motivational speeches will come at 50. Some of the written information is that. And so some people are saying we owe them a motivational speech. I don't know. It's up to you guys. We, I don't want to set a precedent. You can do, you can do one away. if you want to do one. And then I can, Jessica, do you feel like giving a motivational no, speech? No, you do, because I wrote these for you. All right. Because <laughs> you do good characters. One. I'll oh, do yeah. one motivational we'll speech. We'll do one, because it's Monday, and Tommy's been mean to you. So we'll allow one. Listen, there's a difference between prepared. being mean and being I'll truthful. I'll get out of the way so you can see what he's spent. Being mean and being truthful. Let's hit it. The hunch to the hunchback to the hunchback of, of Notre, Notre Dame? Dame of Notre Dame or Notre Dame. That guy <laughs> that goes to Notre Dame. Dame has a bad back. Notre Dame. All right, camera four. Listen up. <laughs> Not everybody's born beautiful. In fact, most of you. Got hit by every branch of the ugly tree on your way down. Motivational time. your bassinet. Hey, he doesn't look at me. Meaning. You know what I'm working with? I'm working with an LA negative five and a Rochester two. <laughs> that's basically a human turtle, okay? There's not much about me that's aesthetically pleasing. My voice sounds like coffee grounds thrown through a blender, a ninja blender. Hey, don't touch me. I don't deserve to be touched. <laughs> Just because you're ugly, and most of you are, doesn't mean you can't find love. And maybe it's in art. Maybe you gotta find love in the trees around you. Maybe another human won't even look at you without barfing. And quite frankly, I believe that to be true based on some of the comments we get in the chat. You're vomit-inducing. However, just because you got a messed up back, just because your face one eye droops lower than the other, just because your singing voice is more beautiful than, than your hair and everything else working with you, that means the human experience can be enjoyed by you guys. Don't go to bed every night thinking, why am I so ugly? Wake up every morning saying, wow, 
My crippled, bent heart started beating again today. How lucky am I? Now, let's be honest. Most of you will never find true love because you don't deserve it. But there is such thing as instant gratification, okay? There's simple pleasures. You can go down to the Spearman Rhino for 20 bucks and girl will make you feel like a star for three minutes, okay? So get those $20 bills out, get down to the local gentleman's club, and feel beautiful for just three minutes, okay? You can do it, gang! You can do it! Booty, booty beans and booty, be booty, booty beans, beans and booty horses in the chat. Booty that beans. One. Booty beans in the chat. What a motivational speech, folks. Uh, we no. did like it. Damn. Uh, well, let's get on to our main discussion today. And if, if you like that, we're going to our main discussion. Go ahead and hit that like button if you like it so much. Uh, all this news coming out of D23 we've been talking about. Uh, <laughs> one of the things to me that was the most exciting was like the trailer and footage that we got for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Someone called me the White Lizzo? Take the camera I'll, off me. I'll take the camera it. off me right now. I'll take it. Oh my, no, someone, someone said this hit too close to home and I don't like you. <laughs> Motivational speeches, folks. Oh All man, right. the beads, a lot uh, of beads. Yeah, the Ant-Man and the Wasp was <laughs> the so most interesting to me. Because uh, this is the film that's kicking off phase five. Uh, it's very important to the multiverse saga as Kevin Feige really, really emphasized. And like, uh, um, Paul Rudd was talking about how this one feels very different. You know, the first mm. two are, are much lighter. They're definitely like on the more comedic side. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna go a little heavier for this one. Uh, the stuff in the, the clip that they showed, it's similar to what they showed at Comic-Con, but it was a little more extended, right? We see that Kang and, and Scott are talking. They're inside the quantum realm, presumably. Yeah. Some sort of ship or home base. Kang has captured uh, Cassie Lang. She's behind In a statue fields. costume. In her statue costume. Uh, but Kang is very clear. He says a couple weird things, mm -hmm. right? He's like, are you an Avenger? Have I killed you before? I don't know how this guy would know that, how Scott would mm -hmm. know that thing. It's very weird. But why do we think that Kang specifically needs 616 Scott Lang to do a heist, another mm -hmm. heist, the one thing he doesn't want to do anymore? I got theories. You got theories? Okay, so I think we see Wrong. other... No, I'm joking. What if we see other Avengers teams that are more functioning fighting Kang, mm -hmm. and like we assume that our Ant-Man knows about the multiverse deeper. Right. So maybe Kang is used to Avengers being more worldly, and that'd be a great way to have oh. like other more established teams. So he's like, have I killed you before? Because that he's used to Ant-Man's knowing about this mm -hmm. world. Knowing about the scope. other ones. And that's why he expects him to be more intimidated. Because Kang comes out like, yo, you should be afraid of me. And when Ant-Man isn't, right. I think he's like, why isn't this connecting? So I think the heist thing is why he didn't hire Hank Pym or Stature mm -hmm. or any of those things. And the reason he manipulates our Ant-Man is because he's like uniquely heisty. Yeah, do you so, think... like, I think manipulating him to do a heist versus other things is why it's ours. Okay. And I think the the reason behind it is other Ant-Man know more about Wait, Kang. So is this, like, a good Kang? No. No, this is a definitely, definitely a bad, a bad he's Kang. He's forcing Scott to do yeah. it. Yeah, he's kidnapped his daughter. Oh, because he's kidnapped. Okay, oh, okay, now I got it. And I, got I it. love that the scars look like the mask. Yeah, like the, I wanted the... the mask. I wanted the mask yeah. so bad. But he looks but so much okay. more comic accurate. Yeah. Like, the chest piece looks just like the books and the scar. Well, and even, you know... From Loki, where he who remains is very jet, almost like a court jester, yeah. very silly, very mm -hmm. loose with his body and his face. This Kang was like serious. One of the yeah. best things and they could do is Jonathan Majors playing like twenty yes. different Kangs. Yeah, because yeah. he has yeah. such range. And him on stage, I was like, "What is this man?" He came out uh, dressed as Mr. Vanislaw from Betty Summer Vacation, a deep cut for all you theater nerds out there. Uh, but basically yeah. wearing like a huge trench yeah, coat and... And every interview, he's like a different energy. Yeah. Like Jonathan Majors, the man fascinates me. So I want to see yeah. as many Kangs as we can so I can see the multiverse through a, a person. Yeah. Do you think we'll see like an Urkel? 
Is it as simple as the very convoluted time heist figured out in um, Endgame? In Endgame, Kang somehow sees that and is like, I need that. Oh, they're the only Avengers yeah. that puts them out. Yeah. Well, that's what John and I were kind of talking about. It's like, why, why Scott Lang, right? If, if it's the powers of Ant-Man, that's a Hank Pym thing. Yeah. Like, Scott Lang doesn't know how to make right. Pym particles. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so why do you need this guy? Is it that like every Scott Lang in every multiverse is a good thief? Yeah. And he's like, I know you guys are good thieves. Thief with a heart of gold. Or was he? The, is he the only Ant Man that's gone into the quantum realm? And he's like, you figured it out. Yeah, you're like you know what's going on. He also might or think the only one that survived the quantum realm. He also might think he's Ant Man. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, you're you the Ant Man. You know what I mean? Because in other Ant Man universes, it might be Hank Pym, like in the comics right. first. Because like obviously they're all Ant Man oh, in the comics, but he might have just misinterpreted his power set. Do you yeah. think he'll take like a Ravager? Oh. Like, because that would make sense, right? They're really good at doing things. Oh. No, they're really Just good a Ravager? Any really Ravager will do. Anyone will do. We gotta give Chris Valencia we'll credit do. for Did Kang do that? Did Kang do that? Did Kang do that? Do you have any cheese? Do we think this ties into the multiverse? Like, this is Quantumania, and we know that the quantum realm is weird, and it might be a way to access multiverses in a strange way. Like, how do we think this is kicking off? I mean, we're in the multiverse saga? But this All one is really kicking off the plot yeah. of it, right? This one jumps, is this one jumping, I, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, sure. I thought I read this somewhere. It connects directly to the Kang Dynasty? Uh, well, it does in that it kind of is introducing Kang to the main. Yeah. Well, well, he, he yeah. said it launches the events that lead directly. Yeah. That's what, because right? okay. Phase that 5 kicks off with this movie. Yes. Right. And yeah. so I think this first phase, Phase 4 of the Multiverse Saga, Phase 4 total, is the introducing the concept of disparate universes. And then I think phase five is it all kind of smooshing together. And then phase six is the the conflict, secret wars, et cetera. I wish I had a pen. So it goes from, so it has this movie, right? Mm -hmm. It starts the phase five, you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it starts phase five, and then the ending of it will be King's Dynasty, and everything in between will just be leading up also to King's Dynasty? King's Dynasty is in in, six. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like ends phase five. Yeah. Phase six begins, there might be something right before Fantastic Four. As of now, Fantastic Four kicks it off. As of now, but I, I couldn't remember if that were the little lines. Yeah, were. yeah, it's literally like that's the kickoff yeah. for now. And but then, then it, it ends, ends with, with Secret like Wars. Secret or King Dynasty, and then some two other things, and then so Secret much Wars. like Infinity War Endgame, those are the you know yeah, pockets, yeah, yeah. and then like Captain Marvel came between. We're gonna yeah. get too little. Mm. Okay, so okay. it'll be very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it was a very interesting clip to to show. Yeah, it presumably might be in the trailer. It might be a clip that comes out pretty soon. But yeah, I don't know what it is about that Scott Lang that makes him so special. They were really kind of yeah. I think also... people underplay that how important Scott Lang was to like everything. <laughs> I always like when I rewatched it. I was like, yeah, we wouldn't have. Uh, we might have found out time travel eventually, mm-hmm. but we definitely didn't find it unless he came back. Mm-hmm. He's well, the first one to come out in Endgame. Like yeah. he yeah. really set everything in motion. Yeah, so and they they do really, really emphasize in the film too that his daughter is very smart and like she's the one that figures out some technology without. Him or Janet, because she's working on it while they're gone too. Right. What if she? What if he's stuck in the quantum realm and she accidentally unleashes him, and he's just the first Ant Man Kang meets? Like, uh, what if it's okay. not by choice? What if he's like, "Yo, this girl, like Genie, let me out of the lamp," and then he's like, "I know Ant Man, and I will take you out because I know what Ant Man are." You know what I mean? Like, he's used That's to Ant Man, but yeah. it's just the first Ant Man he comes across. Ant-Man. I do like that Ant-Man. idea that he or that he's never met an Ant Man. Every other Ant Man has died before yeah. Kang yeah, showed like, up. Oh god, they but all like, got squished. If if he's stuck in that little city that we've seen, yeah, and, and we assume people are, yeah, yeah. So if he's stuck in there, she accidentally lets him out, and then the first Avenger he comes across happens to be Ant Man. Then it's not as you know, we're assuming That's too true. much. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, we love to assume too much here it's at the internet. Uh, New Rockstar. Fantastic Four, coming next year. <laughs> it's what we Casting do Casting yesterday. Uh, yeah, and if you're like Koi and you get all worked up about <sighs> something and then you're disappointed, you know, we, we hate feeling down and like yeah. feeling kind of disappointed and what out. Sometimes you just got to talk about it. That's right. And that's like we, why we would like to take a quick moment uh, to share a word from our sponsors at BetterHelp. Because we always want to take care of those big juicy brains up there, keep them happy and healthy. And one good way to do that is through therapy. You know, you could talk about your disappointments. You could talk mm. about the things that get on your mind that bug you. Uh, but maybe you don't want to leave your house to do therapy. It, it stinks, right? Well, thankfully, our friends at BetterHelp offer online therapy solutions. And Tommy, you've used BetterHelp I've before, been using right? BetterHelp. Yeah. I've been on that BetterHelp train. I like how you said talk about your disappointments because for 45 <laughs> minutes a week, I spend talking about my disappointments with my BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, they're bountiful, the amount of disappointments I have. Oh, they're deep. They're rich. You got a lot of wins. They're, they're gaining traction every day, and she tries to remind me that within the disappointments, there are points. And to remember those points and learn from them. And I don't. And that's why I get new disappointments and schedule new appointments for my disappointments. And it's one big circle over it's over again. Anyway, BetterHelp is online therapy, so you can do it wherever you feel most comfortable. And they offer video, phone, and even live chat therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Me, I do. I like them to see my face. I say, look upon my face. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And Brandon, tell them about the deal we're getting this month. Tell them about the deal. You got it, Tommy. Our listeners or viewers or however you consume this media, you can get 10% off your first month of, uh, of BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash breakroom. Again, that's better. H-E-L-P.com slash breakroom. Check it out. We love therapy. If you want to give it a try, please do. We recommend it so much. Uh, before we move on to our next step, let's acknowledge some of our super chatters out there. Thank you to all these super chats we'll be getting today. Uh, Smackaboo saying, this is perfect for the break room. Mm. Uh, Swolverine, spin me poppy. Yeah. Trying to get us there. We're so close, Swolverine. So $6 Swolverine. Uh, Elizabeth C saying, haven't seen you guys uh, live in a while. Love to all you. Love to you, Elizabeth C. Yeah, and Avril saying, did y'all hear? I love a good y'all. Though I like to put the apostrophe before the A-L-L. That's just me. Yeah, I go, Did y'all yeah. hear about Disney labeling Werewolf by Night as a comedy? I'm a bit disappointed. But what do you guys think about it? Comedy, I mean, I think it's only a comedy in that it's an old style thing. It looked pretty terrifying. A lot of horror yeah, and like. It looked like Don't. Remember that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. trailer in the middle of Grindhouse for Don't? don't? Yeah, yeah. Then that's a comedy. It looked like that kind of 30, 40s horror. I mean, mm. I guess that's kind of a comedy, but I think it'll be darker than we think and uh, just like very interesting, kind of like psychological horror type thing. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Excellent. What is what? it? What was that, Tommy? It's time for mandatory. I can't get it. Are you saying booty saying. beans? It's time for mandatory fun. Oh! Yes! Hit my graphic. Mandatory fun. The segment's so dynamic, we put it on a mug. We oh. put it up against an inferior mug. It squashed that mug. It gave that mug a beat down. So I want you all to give my, your mandatory fun mugs a hug when they show up. And it'll be like <laughs> hugging me. Anyway, mandatory fun is the segment where I bring three of my absolute best friends in the Ooh. world together to do a little fun that they have no choice but to participate in with. Hit the graphic again. No, hit it for the people in the chat. Yes. Much like the Phantom of the Opera, mandatory fun looms over the studio 
haunting, singing, entertaining, and much like the Phantom of the Opera, hit that image of Sabra! <laughs> yes! All right, now, when we saw the first look, it's never smart. I never said I was smart. <laughs> Why do you guys keep coming for Tommy's intelligence? I, I said it's so stupid. I, I am in the lowest percentile when it comes to handwriting and hand strength. Tensile strength. But these wrists what are like mean? iron. Iron wrists. That would be the name of my character. <laughs> Trust me. And, they, and they're smooth. Tommy, uh, continue. We get the first look at Thunderbolts uh, at the Thunderbolts lineup. We all went nuts for the bolts. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I went nuts for the bolts. Uh, <laughs> I'm nuts for the bolts. Put it on a shirt. So stupid. <laughs> Unfortunately, not all of our favorite troubled MCU souls could be included. Contessa, Valentina, Allegra, Defontaine was kind enough to actually hire us as a little bit of a writer's room to send out some rejection letters to some. Uh, some of those anti-heroes in the MCU that we hate to love and love to hate. Yeah, yeah. Not all of our villains made it to the yeah. Thunderbolts lineup. Yeah. yeah, or heroes. Or heroes, yeah. Heroes, heroes yeah. And they, I, I hope Bucky's going back to the bad side. I, I, I don't like nice Bucky. I like nice Bucky. I like mean Bucky. I like Bucky, Bucky. Like I like Bucky killing people's parents. Yeah. That's what I like. I like, I, agree. I like the Bucky that put down JFK. I like That's the Bucky that was in Wakanda with some cocoa butter. Yeah, smooth, smooth Bucky. Sweet, sweet spa Bucky. I'll go first on these. Okay, these are really Really nice stationery. I don't oh, know if you yeah. can zoom in yeah. on that. These are official rejection letters. Yeah. Great stationery. Crazy handwriting. Yeah, Crazy absolutely handwriting. childlike handwriting. I, yeah. Again, I love the shows in Agora Hill or the, the office is in Agora yeah, Hill. Don't give yeah. away our address. It's mm -hmm. not. Uh, this is Allegra's, Valentina Allegra's address. Uh, dear Phineas Mason, aka the Tinkerer. Oh. We appreciate your interest in joining the Thunderbolts. Unfortunately, we are unable to offer you a spot on the team at this time. We had over 2,500 applicants, and sadly, only a few spots could be filled. Mm. We would like you to we would like to invite you to enroll in our community college program, Tiny Bolt School for Little Stinkers Who Mean Well. <laughs> so there's that option for I you. I love it. Please don't hesitate to apply again in the future. There will be openings. Oh. Sincerely, Val. Oh, there will be openings. What yeah. is this? Some kind of suicide squad? I think that means, I like oh, it. Man, I, I, that I like, like that one. Also, I want to go to the community college. You want to oh, go okay. to the uh, Tiny Bolt School for little stinkers who mean well? Yeah, come a little stinker. Put it on a shirt. All right, let's Put go. Put it on a shirt. I got mine. I got okay. mine. So she asked me to write it to Kate Bishop. Oh, Kate Bishop um, applied. Yeah, Kate Bishop oh. applied. So it says, Dear Kate Bishop, thank you for tirelessly applying again and again and again. Mm. While we appreciate your interest in joining the Thunderbolts, we regret to inform you we cannot take such an amateur hero. I know what you're thinking. Ghost is an amateur. Ghost is on the team. Well, she has powers. You, <laughs> you have a limited supply of arrows. Mm. Also, I think there's some sort of love thing going on between you and Yelena, mm. our leader. We can't mm. afford that distraction. Maybe if interested in spring, we hold interviews to be our unpaid intern and editorial. Please mm. apply. Julie. Oh, well, I guess she put her other name. Julie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She put her is, that sort of is that some sort of alias? I think so. It's her mm. multiverse. Okay. <laughs> her variant. variant, yeah. Delicious. Uh, I got one. It's oh, okay. uh, Dear Mr. Blonsky, Ooh. thank you for your interest in joining the Thunderbolts. Quite frankly, no one trusts you. And mm. therefore, we are unable to offer you a spot on the team. However, we think it would be an abomination <laughs> <laughs> to burn bridges with you. So we would like very much to offer you a job as our strength conditioning and poetry coach. Oh. Regards, Val. Oh. 
Wow. Mm. So they let them down easy, you know? Back when I was applying to colleges, it was like, it was like a handwritten letter on no stationery, just addressed from my mom and dad being like, there's no money, son. There's no money. You can't go to college. We intercepted this application before you sent it in. We're sending it back and it says interception. Uh, well, I got the letter that's being sent to Baron Zemo. We all oh, thought wow. we'd see yeah. Baron Why Zemo. Why is Zemo not in this? What happened to the poor guy? Uh, dear Baron Zemo, we appreciate your recent application to join the Thunderbolts. At this time, we are unable to offer you a full-time position on the team pending the ongoing litigation you face in Wakanda. Mm. Oh, that's mm. tough wow, stuff. Yeah. That's tough yeah. stuff. In the meantime, we will add you to our wait list and invite you to join our junior varsity league called Val's Pals. Oh, that's cute. I want to be a Val Pal. Once like your trial is complete, please feel free to reapply. Also, sorry to hear about the loss of your family. Oh, oh so sad. That's really sensitive. The so that's, sincerely, uh, Val. Regards, that's, regards, Val. You know, I think that was really nice, and I think it was cool that they're sending rejection letters to these guys. It's very. A kind. lot of them are unstable, and they and they don't think uh, you know they don't use BetterHelp. The way that we they should. should. Mm-hmm. They don't use BetterHelp. They don't use the code Break Room to get ten percent off a month of BetterHelp. Break Room being the code again that you have to enter when you're signing up. And for that, all they have are these letters. So I'm glad that we did that. I feel better about myself. It looks like Coy's winning for his abomination letter, and I'm gonna let you know a little secret. I wrote that. <laughs> no, you didn't. Tommy couldn't resist. I wrote I know. that. Tommy He's so mad. What's the delivery? He's so angry. They can love Coy He's and so not angry. They already love Coy and they hate me. They hate my face. Joaquin got the Oscar, okay? He didn't write the movie. He's still the Jessica, I think you owe the those chatters. Yeah, I'll spin it for you. Or is Tommy going to spin it? Me, oh, I was just getting out of the way. I'll spin Where's it for you. Where's the mic? I was going to play some X-Men. Put the mic there. Get back over here. As Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, yeah. You have to give a motivational speech as Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, Get that goop. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so, I know that you're thinking, I'm so depressed today. <laughs> and... To that, have you tried shoving a jade egg <laughs> up your cooter? Oh my God, someone clipped this. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. A jade egg, how can I afford that? <laughs> Computer, isolate audio. <laughs> you, can, you can grab an egg, hard boil it, and paint it to look just like an Egyptian jade egg. Wait a second. <laughs> Don't do that. You can go to Africa and you can dig into their rich soil and you can also shove that up your cooter. I know you're thinking, Gwyneth, why are you so weirdly problematic? I was raised this way. <laughs> I'm from Florida. Is that true? <laughs> I think it's from California. Yeah. I was married to the man that was the lead singer for the... What? what Coldplay? Coldplay. Yeah, Coldplay. Coldplay. And also, you know what? I don't really give a fuck. Oh. And neither should you. This motivation. You guys, when you're feeling weak, uh, drink some tea. But when I say drink some tea, I mean a nice tea bag. Whoa. And when I say a nice tea bag, I mean a... N- Whoa. <laughs> you know where I'm oh going. Oh my God. Not yeah. not this, the motivation. No, this is the motivation. Oh, okay. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. I don't know how to motivate Someone because I've been motivated. Either way, have a nice day. Do whatever you want. Don't have the repercussions that normal people have. <laughs> you can do it. And make sure you log into your Goop account and donate $50 to me. Oh. And I will use that $50 to do weird things. Oh, oh, oh. that took Thanks. a turn for the worst there at the end. Thank you, Gwyneth. Love your candles. Uh, <laughs> where, do you, where do you put them? 
<laughs> I leave them out. I mean, they've already been put somewhere. <laughs> They're on the mantle. My understanding. That's how I greet my guests. Uh, thank you to all our super chatters for getting us that lovely moment. I wish yeah. it almost landed on as daddy. And oh, I was very You would have killed it as daddy. I would have murdered Well, you should have only spun the wheel. That's what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, predisposed to spin for Gwyneth. It's uh, true. Thank you to all our super chatters. Quentin sent in a super chat. Bought a mandatory fun mug. Play the graphic. We already did it, my guy. Play it again! Oh, my gosh. Uh, also, oh, show show Ali's message. Show Ali's message because it's very important. Very important. Do not shove it. things up there unless it's a yeah, doctor was, uh, and it's for you. Whoa, Swolverine trying to get us one more. Uh, Alex C sent in a super chat. TVA has a nightmare department and could be on the Q realm. Oh, we could get a little nightmare. Mike Chiro sending in Red Guardian is Red Hulk. Oh, that would be an interesting bad. little switch. That's my Mike, favorite. that's a great idea. Mike, one of my favorite Mike for parts them for crying out loud. Uh, and Graveyard, good old friend Depraved Gord, sending in a super chat saying, will we, will Werewolf by Night be the introduction to the Marvel comic run of Universal Monsters? I mean, if Feige could absorb Universal Studios, he would, oh baby. God. He would just suck he could do it right in. That dark monster universe we were promised seven uh, years ago. I mean, ago. I wish that dark monster universe worked, <gasps> man. That would have been a lot Koi of fun. cheated. Oh, my God. Koi no. crushed. No, Koi no, crushed. It was a performance. And let's be honest, the Tinkerer is not anyone exciting. <laughs> I just wanted to do one that, you know, I felt for that guy. You, you know? should have switched yours with Koi. I should have. <laughs> All right, we got we got one minute left. We're so close to another motivational speech. I don't want to spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Well, do you want to do one this time? I can do one. Okay. I can do one. All right. Will you spin we'll, it? You we'll like spinning. We'll, we'll, spinning. we'll give you guys we're, one on a disc. We're going insane over here on the break room. I'll move again. Oh yeah, my gosh. The, the chat is praying for you Daddy. Can't. They're praying it lands on Daddy. What does that even say? For all the moms <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Oh. Give a motivational oh. speech to all those moms in the world out Ooh, there. You're young gravy, right. my God. So. <laughs> moms out there, <laughs> without you, we literally couldn't be here. Mm. You have to deal with us complaining. You have to nurture yeah, us. Nice. You have to nature us. You have to make sure we get up, get going, and move on with things in our lives. And you get very little thanks except one day a year. You pay more for stuff. There's a pink tax on almost everything, and statistically, you're paid less. Frankly, it makes no sense. You're expected to both carry us for nine months and then raise us for 18, and none of it gets appreciated enough except for that one day that people complain about when it's over a weekend, and they're like, what is this, four days of Mother's Day? Mothers, everything you do is important, and we appreciate everything you do, even if we don't say it. We love you, thank you, and anyone that isn't a mother in the chat, the best thing you can do to motivate yourself to be better is to be more like moms, because they are a thankless, proud, noble, hardworking, studious breed, and we appreciate all of them. Thanks, moms. Oh, Aww. yeah. Thank you to everyone except Moon Knight's mom. Great yeah. stuff out oh, there. That is true. That right, is true. Me, and I'm so grateful to be the official mother of the break room, Tom DeMax. Oh. <laughs> you are the mom of the That's break right. room. Mom That's loves right. you all. Yes. Mom moms you does all. love you all, and we love you all. Thank you so much for joining us here on a Monday in the break room. Uh, it's such an exciting week. We're past D23, and we're so excited to digest all this news. Yeah. We got lots of great stuff to talk about this week. Another episode of She-Hulk coming this week. Uh, Andor is just around the corner. We had a whole Andor section today. Apologies to Andor. We'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, join our Discord. You can send in clips of the week. You can send in voicemails. You can have fun chats. Get Do these it all. mugs. Go to NewRockStarsMerch.com, grab a mug, grab one of these mugs before we burn them in a fire pit. Uh, we're going to E.T. them, the E.T. the video game. Oh yeah, now. we're going to bury them like the E.T. Atari games oh, out in the no. desert, never to be found again. 
Uh, it's going to destroy the desert, which was already lifeless. There'll be even less life because oh, Morbius destroyed it all. They'll be so expensive in the future. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally worth it. Mint in box if you can grab one. Keep it. Don't ever use it because it will cut your lips if you try to drink out of it. Thank you so much. Join us here tomorrow at the same time. Uh, we hope you have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll see you again soon. Adios. Latest gators. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.